Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. All right, welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden, with our special guest, Don Plitzowite, who joins us now as the head coach of the Minnesota Gophers. And uh, first of all, welcome back to the show. You know how much I always enjoy having you on. I'm curious, did, how many boxes did you not unpack so that you're that much further ahead in the moving process? Oh, stop it, Mark. Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> Only a few. <laughs> Well, I think I remember teasing you about when you first moved into your new office in Vermilion about like getting more pictures up on the wall and, you know, getting, you know, more family decorated like that. Well, I've been here one week. I don't have any pictures on my wall here yet in my office, but it's been one week, Mark. So cut me a little slack, will you? All right. I thought that we were going to have a friendly interview. I didn't know I was going to be have shots fired right away. <laughs> <laughs> Every interview we do is friendly. You know that. Yeah, I know. I have a picture of our family on my phone, I guess. Does that count? That counts. That's good. Okay. All right. All uh, right. This this has been a whirlwind. Take us through how all this happened because, I, I, frankly, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the Gophers, but I was a bit surprised. Right. So, you know, when when they announced at the University of Minnesota that there would be a, a change in leadership in the women's basketball program, Probably within a few days or so, I'd say, the athletic director at the University of Minnesota reached out just to see if there would be, you know, any interest or familiarity. Obviously, I have a great deal of familiarity with the Big Ten, with the University of Minnesota, with recruiting in this area, this region, uh, close to home for me. But, uh, you know, at that point in time, I just told them, I think there's a possibility I would have interest, yes, but at the same time, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about it. Just got to... Morgantown into West Virginia had a, a great group of young ladies, uh, and we were still playing. We were playing. We still have the big Big 12 tournament, and hopefully beyond. We didn't know what what that was going to look like for us either. You know, Charlie Cream didn't think that we were in. We thought that we had earned a way to get in. We were in fourth, tied for fourth place in the Big 12. You know, so there's a lot going on at that point in time. So it kind of gets tabled, you know. And then after our season is completed, we played the first. First uh, day of the NCAA tournament, uh, then they had reached out and had extended an offer. And at that point in time, you know, just understand in this day and age of of the transfer portal and, and NIL that they wanted to move quickly because they had been without a coach for a number of weeks already, whatever it was, three weeks, let's say, something along those lines. You know, told them at that point in time, I, I just I wasn't prepared to make a decision that fast. We'd need at least a, a night to think about it, talk to my family about it, and, uh, you know, talk to, to my administration. And so I think Saturday morning, probably about, you know, 9, 9.30, something along those lines, Eastern Time had made the, the decision that we wanted to move back closer to family, and that was a good opportunity. And, you know, but then then we also had to kind of put into action the, the hardest part of saying, Telling our team there and saying goodbye and letting them know, um, and then I think that afternoon, within a few hours, told the team at, at 11 o'clock Eastern time, and then probably uh, at 1:30 in the afternoon, there was a plane to take us through Minnesota, and got here and met with the team 
almost immediately and met with a number of the parents uh, of the players who are local. You know, the interesting thing is I knew some of them because we actually recruited some of them at the University of South Dakota. And so that's been, I don't know what it is now, eight or nine days ago. And since then, it's it's been really, really busy, that's for sure. I'm guessing it's felt like a whirlwind for you. I just can't imagine how quickly all that happened. You went, you, They even introduced you at the championship hockey game that same night. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. There were a lot of students there. They had this, Standing by the student section, I learned that they don't necessarily say nice things to the other team. Just so you guys know that. And I, I learned that pretty quickly. I was like, oh, they're having some fun. And then met a few of the students, and they said they'd come to women's basketball games, or they'd been to women's basketball games, so that's kind of fun. They're called the Barnyard here. And then I had to go through a, a, a quick compliance training. So it used to be in the compliance world you took a, a yearly recruiting exam, and then that yearly your, your passage of that then it could transfer to a new school, I guess. And here now that that is gone, there's no more recruiting exam. You have to go through a training session so after the hockey game sat down and did a, a training session with the compliance office here before i could go watch the girls state basketball championship game so then uh yeah that they're tra- making that change for me certain time to standard time it's a lot going on didn't really sleep that night before so you know it was really exciting until the game was over and i'm like i where are we staying tonight where do we live now <laughs> like where, where's our hotel or where are we staying so we're in an apartment i'm in an apartment on, right on campus just down the road I've already gotten my first parking ticket, so welcome to college life again. So, I, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Like, you, you, Parking is hard in college campuses. It's hard here, too. So I got my first parking ticket already. So I feel like I'm fitting right into the college scene. All right, so you're going to have to warn me where not to park when I come up to visit them. Fair enough, fair enough. And don't ask me because I really don't know, I, obviously. <laughs> but by that time, we'll have to figure it out. I was going to say, by then you'll know. You know, it's, it's amazing the college um, – seen when it comes to this transfer portal which is still relatively new but it's kind of taken over um it, it's taken over when it comes to recruiting because you just don't know who's going to stay where how long um how difficult does that make it because in, in, first of all when when you get a new job like this at university of minnesota it's always been that the first thing you almost need to go do is make sure you re-recruit your athletes that are on that gopher team already so that they come back, but now it's just so easy to leave. That I'm guessing that becomes a lot more difficult. Oh, it does. It's a, it's a very different dynamic than what it was, you know, within a handful of years ago, even. And so it was, and that's honestly why it was, you know, from from the University of Minnesota's standpoint, they really wanted to try to do everything they could to. to make the young ladies who are here feel comfortable as quickly as possible. And so that's why things moved as, as fast as they did. And, um, it was it, This group is, is a very dynamic. They've had a lot of energy to them. They like to have a little bit of fun. Mm. They're, they're very eager. Their, their desire is really high to be really good, and yet they, they, they work their tails off and they're doing it with a smile on their face. So it's been really fun. We're one week into workouts. They asked on – I think the question came on Saturday night, so when are we going to start workouts? I told them, well, we'll start on Monday's the press conference, and Monday we have some interviews afterwards, so we'll start on Tuesday. Tuesday, started the workouts, and I haven't run workouts on my own, like a whole team workout without assistant coaches for a while. So that was interesting to figure out exactly how to go about doing that. And you know, I have 
this coach watching that part of it, this coach watching another part. And so I'm thinking, well, you can multitask, but you can't multifocus. You're not going to be very good at doing that. So you better pick one or two things and really focus on those. And, you know, now I'm thankful today is our first day of our, our staff. I think the official announcement is coming today. Our staff being together. Everybody's gone through background checks and everyone's going through the onboarding process and all those type of things. So really excited to have our, our staff together again. Well, and you said this team is fun loving. My gosh, I can't think of anybody that has more fun in practice with their team than you. Uh, we, we certainly talked about that a lot when you were at USD. So that's got to help in the, in the comfort level of getting acclimated to things a little quicker for you to know that, uh, you, you got a bunch of girls on this team that you can relax and enjoy every day with, not just games. Exactly, and they're trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out their sense of humor, and they're figuring out mine, and you know, figuring out their taste in music. I was a DJ two of the four days so far in practice. <laughs> They've made some requests, and the so I have Apple Music on my phone. I pull up one of the songs that they requested, and I started playing it. And I saw the lyrics coming up, and I hit stop quickly. I looked at them, I go. You guys didn't tell me that this needed to be the edited version. I didn't know. But thankfully, we caught it before any of the bad words came out. So, you know, it's, I, I went back to my 90s playlist at that point in time. They listened to some Whitney Houston. They looked at me. I'm like, just deal with it. It's all right. It'll be, it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of music that they probably have never heard of, right? Yeah, but they need to know it. You know, they need a little MC Hammer in their life. They they need a little Vanilla Ice or whatever it is at that point in time. They need some Whitney. They need some Prince. You know, they should know Prince. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, at, look at where he's from in the half team. So that's kind of kind of a no-brainer. They have to learn. All right. So how important was it? You know, you said this obviously played a big role in it. Uh, coming closer to home, you're from Wisconsin. Um, in terms of your family and everybody else, was this a major factor? Because I don't necessarily look at Minnesota as being, you know, West Virginia is a pretty big program as well, and it's a big deal in the state. I believe it's the only D1 school in West Virginia, right? Yes, it is. And, and it's honestly, there are some things that occurred during the course of the last few years, but certainly this past year, I was actually on the phone on FaceTime with my, my mom on the day that our new boss, uh, that Ryan Baker, my new boss, athletic director, was, was just announced. And so I remember this very clearly. I was on FaceTime with my mom and my dad was in the background and he was trying to talk and he was having a hard time. And I looked at my mom and said, I, I think that dad might be having a stroke or has had one. Like, can you look at his face? Is it drooping? You know, I think mommy needs to hang up with me and you need to call 911 because I think he's having a stroke or wow. he had one today. And so then I said, told her, as soon as you get done calling 911, call me back. <laughs> well, as soon as I hung up, my new boss, Ryan Baker was calling me, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, now what do I do? This is his first day on the job. Do I ignore my new boss, or do I wait for my mom to call me back? So I took the phone call from my new boss while I was waiting for my mom to call me back, ready to hang up with him. The hard part for me was, you know, we didn't know what was going to, to transpire, and he did have a stroke or a couple mini strokes during that process. And, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to even get back home um, during that time, you know, so that, that made, it is a big part. I, I recognize this. My, my parents, my family are, are close enough that if something, and not that I'm going to go home very often, probably, but if something does happen, I can be there, you know, I can get there. And that's the, the challenging part for me was getting there. It was about an 11 hour drive here. It's probably four and a half to five hours. I don't even know exactly, but it's not that far. And uh, so now I can, I can have the availability to do that. 
And you've already recruited a girl from your hometown, correct? Actually, no. It's a, well, it's the same name of a school, I guess, potentially, if we, when we were out at West Virginia. Um, different. I was the Lutheran version of that, I guess. So, you know, we are in the recruiting process right now. We can't discuss kind of – we can tell you who we're kind of recruiting. We can't discuss – or I can confirm. If you ask me a question, I can confirm that we're recruiting a kid is what the rules state. You know, we are actively recruiting young ladies out of the transfer portal right now. Uh, there are a couple there that I, I think could definitely help us. We have seven returning kids on our roster. And uh, looking at kind of adding to that, we have a couple incoming kids that, you know, we, we think are still planning on coming. We have, have had good conversations with them, but now we'll kind of wait and confirm that for sure. So we still have a couple of spots to fill. And like a lot of schools in the country, we're working hard on that right now. Not to put you on the spot, but did you grow up a Wisconsin Badger fan? <laughs> you always put me on the spot. Why, why wouldn't you do that again? I don't well, you grew up well, I'm just assuming you're a Big Ten fan. Let's just say Big Ten yeah, fan. Yeah, Big Ten fan, absolutely. You know, absolutely a Big Ten fan. And, you know, I think it's it, this is an opportunity to be in what I, I consider the best conference in the country. I really do. Now, not to say that other conferences aren't great, too, but obviously there's a there's a familiarity with this conference from my standpoint. How cool is it to see what Caitlin Clark is doing? Um, for women's basketball, I'm guessing the ratings yesterday, last night, were sky high, and I, I think they will be for the Final Four as well. It's remarkable what's happening right now in, in college athletics and basketball overall. On the women's side, how ratings are increasing, fan bases are increasing. It's so cool to watch on the men's side to see some of the parity and what's taking place. So, you know, I think there are so many changes taking place in college athletics, you know, whether it's transfer portal, NIL, different things that are, are happening. And, you know, you're just you're seeing kind of an evolution of college athletics right now. Some people are, are kind of against it in, in regards to it's, it's a new day. It's a new age. It's not comfortable for many people at all. Certainly not comfortable for us as coaches right now because it's new. You know, and change is hard. It's hard for everybody. So what we're, our approach is to it right now is we're trying to understand it, embrace it to the best of our ability, and trying to learn how to navigate through it as quickly as possible. Because I think ultimately the teams that do a good job with it, you know, will will benefit from it potentially. And that's what we're trying to do. At the same time, what I think is really special here at the University of Minnesota is that we have an opportunity to, I really believe, build this around high school young ladies and watch them grow and then supplement with some transfer transfer kids. So I do think that our our main recruiting base can still be high school age females in this in our state and in our region, um, and, and then supplement from there. I was going to say, there is a ton of talent in Minnesota when it comes to high school basketball. I'm guessing your goal is to make sure those best players don't go somewhere else. Well, I think it's important. You know, there there are, let's say there are a limited number of opportunities in our program each year, and we're recruiting, you know, now it's 2023, we're recruiting up into the 2028 class already. You know, and so it's important that we build those relationships with, with these girls when they're really young. At the same time, you know, let's say that we there are on an average year four to four scholarships, let's say per class. There are going to be more than four really good players in our state as well. You know, so the the challenging part is we've got to find the young ladies who want to be here, 
that that are a great fit for us in those classes at that time and that we're a great fit for them. You know, I think what what I also recognize, and I said this was one of the interviews here, is everybody wants the best players to be to stay in their backyard. We do too. We want that. But I also recognize it's got to be the right fit for those young ladies. It does because they, they have to be in the right space at the right time. Some kids want to go to a different place. They want to, some want to go away from home. Some want to stay close to home. And so figuring out how that works together the best. And I think ultimately for us right now, it's a matter of building relationships, building connections. I've known a lot of these high school coaches and AAU coaches for a long, long time. That means they're probably about as old as I am. Everybody wants to talk about how old I am here. So I think that's kind of it. I feel really, you know, I'm feeling a lot older evidently. So well, that's, it is what it is. And it's kind of fun. I haven't asked you that at all. See, I haven't asked yeah, you yeah, yeah, That's because you're older than I am, so you haven't brought it up. I'm a lot older than you are, so you've got nothing to worry about. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Back to, back to excitement for women's basketball. I just got to tell you, when SDSU, I was with them when they went to Virginia Tech, uh, that championship game of that region, there wasn't a seat to be had um, in, in Castle Coliseum. There were 9,000 fans. Now, granted, ninety or eighty-seven hundred were cheering against the Jackrabbits, but it was an awesome environment. I found myself just feeling lucky to be there to see something that we've, you know, don't see very often. We've seen it in the Summit League here, but we don't see it elsewhere. Well, and I think it's important. You know, I, I do think you talk about this or talked about it quite a bit on your show. Just how fortunate people in the the South Dakota region are to have such good girls basketball, women's basketball, women's college basketball, you know, and and so to have experienced those type of atmospheres in the the premier center for the the championship games or just the tournament itself and then to see what what the the programs in that state have done. It's it's impressive. it, It was fun to be a part of. You know, I, I, there was a little part of me, you know, certainly the NCAA, the NCAA selection committee seems to try to find little storylines within how, the, how the, the teams are matched up against each other. And so I just kept waiting. I kept waiting. I was like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. What are we going to see? Some, some, uh, some familiar faces again? Are we going to, but, you know, we were ended up as a 10 seed. What was South Coast State? Were they an eight or they a nine? They were a nine. I can't remember. Yep. A nine, yep. And so we were, we were one seed away. But as it turned out, we ended up playing at West Virginia. We played against a young lady who at, at Arizona who transferred from West Virginia. So that was the storyline there. So there always seems to be one. But I, I, was, I was actually, in a way, kind of thinking that would be fun if they ended up doing that. Not that I would have liked the matchup at all, but, you know, it would have been interesting if that had, would have happened. Yeah, I thought they were going to be about a 10. I actually thought they were going to end up in the same uh, region with Iowa. And and it would have been cool to see them play Iowa. would have been cool to see them play you. What are you most excited about when it comes to this new position with the Gophers? Well, I think we have we have a great base to build off of, an incredible base, not just of players. We have great players in our program. I think we have a, a very solid fan base. And uh, I think we have a great opportunity to kind of match the two together, our team, our recruiting in this region, uh, our fan base. So I think it's something that, that we, can, we can kind of build upon what's, what's the foundation that's been laid for us. You know, Lindsay Whalen is, is a great person. 
you know, and someone who I think did a good job and someone who has, has kind of turned the keys over to us in a way that we can hopefully take it and, and run with it. And so that's going to be important for us. And looking forward to building the, the relationships, the connections with, the, with a lot of people. Again, I've heard from a number of people here already that are in the Twin Cities area within the state of Minnesota, within the region, who I know really well. And so that, that part of it and reconnecting is really fun have quite a few of our, our South Dakota fans who uh, have reached out who uh, I think are, are hopefully going to be able to come to some games, and that's going to be fun. So looking forward to all of that. Are you going to schedule the uh, Coyotes or the Jackrabbits? Actually, I, I don't think – I think our schedule for next year is done, and uh, we're not on the schedule. We do have Green Bay, and I've coached at Green Bay and played for Kevin Borseth, so they're on our schedule for this next year. And, again, those are things that are already – in the works at this point in time, I think contracts are signed. So I think Kevin Borstas and I said that we would probably never coach against each other again, but here we go. So, it, but neither one of us had anything to do with that part of it, but and knowing that this is going to happen, but um, here we go. Well, I know it's been a busy, crazy time for you here getting settled. Uh, thank you for taking a few minutes just to chat with, with me here on calling all sports. We always enjoy that. And we'll certainly do this much more in the future. And I'm, selfishly glad to have you back here in the midwest well i'm glad to be back our family's excited about it and certainly look forward to being a part of calling all sports <laughs> thanks mark all right see you don thank you very much okay. yeah, bye. this guy had more issues with his eyes the minute he first came out of surgery he walked in with a huge grin on his face and for the first time since he was a little kid he could see perfect Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. 
And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. We got a little chatty with Don, so I, I had to drop a couple of commercials, so I'm going to talk about those people because they mean the world to me. We wouldn't even have our links in line at Google's tour if it weren't for Dakota Beverage. They've been a sponsor since day one, 13 years ago. And uh, just just so we appreciate you guys more than I can ever tell you. And, again, call 668-5205 at Fox Run and Yankton to get signed up for our next Lynx and Lineys tournament. And, of course, there's the Arby's right down the street from Fox Run, so you can go there to eat whether you go before you play or after you're done. And if you get a little chilly, hit Fireplace Pros in Sioux Falls when you get back to Sioux Falls because uh, that's a great place to warm up. Not too many chilly days left, but a few. There is no better place to go get yourself a fireplace, whether it's electric, gas, wood burning. It doesn't matter. They've got a huge showroom. You can go there and check out their showroom online, as a matter of fact. It's uh, it's a pretty fun place to shop. It's like being a kid in a candy store. And speaking of which, uh, speaking about, about being a kid in a candy store, how about going to a place where they build fire trucks to work? There's nothing cooler than a fire truck. <laughs> nothing cooler than that. Rosenbauer has wonderful opportunities for you. Check them out. I've known them since 1987. They are a terrific company. I'm proud of all they've done. They combine with a company in Europe. They're the largest in the world. Check them out, and we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Get.